We are just getting word now of a large hurricane building over Wellington. We advise all rugby fans assemble at the Caketon or get to their nearest television screen with the sports channel this weekend to await further instructions. Hello everyone and welcome along to this week's episode of The Canes Cast, the unofficial Hurricanes rugby podcast. I am your host Blair Mockett and in today's episode we are going to take you deep inside the press conference following the Hurricanes win over the Chiefs in Wellington on Friday. But before that we're just going to have a look at some of the games over the weekend in this round of Super Rugby. We of course had the Hurricanes beating the Chiefs. 25-13 to in front of over 19,000 fans. The Rebels fall agonisingly short against the Hagawaris, 25-22. The Waratahs win the good old State of Origin match against the Reds, 37-16. And the Blues avenge last year's loss to the Sunwolves to beat them 24-10. And the Highlanders thump the Brumbies 43-17. And in South Africa, the Bulls went swimming in the shark tank and came out with a 40-10 victory against the Sharks. We are now going to take you into the press conference following the Hurricanes win over the Chiefs. We're going to have a talk to Chris Boyd and Brad Shields from the Hurricanes, as well as Colin Cooper and Sam Kane from the Chiefs. And first up, we're going to get the thoughts of Hurricanes head coach Chris Boyd and Captain Brad Shields. Um, happy to have won, uh, particularly seeing, you know, we didn't beat them last year and they were the last crew that beat us here and we don't like to lose at home. We don't like to lose any time, but certainly not at home. I think it was a victory for the for defence, really. I mean, it wasn't... Neither side would walk away from that game and say their attack was sublime, so... Um, we certainly limited their opportunity to impose, and I thought we scrambled. But there's no no loss, lack of effort from either side. It was, you know, both sides tried really hard. How did it feel out there for you? Yeah, pretty, pretty much the same, I think. Um I guess there was, we don't want to, um, you know, shut up shop at all. But I think sometimes we could have been a bit more patient and build a few more phases. I know we started off in that first half, you know, pretty patient. But sometimes we just need to go back to the basics. You know, we, we are we're happy to get the win, but I think, you know, we make it really hard for ourselves at times, and um, we, we we can make it a lot easier by doing those basic things right. And you know, our scramble, we, I felt like our scramble we, when they breached us, we we weren't panicking. We just come off the line and. Defence, obviously, as you said, was, was pretty, pretty special. Matt Proctor was back in the starting lineup after a sternum injury had kept him on the sideline, and Chris Boyd reckoned he had a pretty good defensive effort out there on Friday night. Oh, look, for me, he's the you know, I think he, personally, I think he's the best centre in New Zealand. He's definitely the best defensive centre in New Zealand. So he, you know. Incredible work rate, um, makes really good reads. You know, uh, I thought that midfield battle was was pretty intense. But you often don't see the work that uh, Matty does when you go back and have a look in the footage the next day, and you just see how many times that he's involved in rucks and tidying things up and cleaning up. And you know, he's a real glue man for us, real glue man. Matty doesn't get angry often. Eh? I, I I haven't seen him get angry too often. Eh? You know, he's a pretty level-headed sort of a guy, but. Um, he will always give you 100%, always give you 100%. With injuries to key players in the Hurricanes, they were forced to 
dig deep to fill the gaps. And for those filling in on Friday night, Chris Boyd reckons they did a pretty good job. Yeah, Michael's, um, you know, he, well documented, he was really frustrated about his, his injury that ended up getting infected and what was a six week became a six month thing. Um, and, and we know that when Michael's at his best, he's a very, very good footballer. And, you know, if we go all the way back, and I don't know whether it's actually accurate, but, but Chrono said in the box tonight that the last time via Fafita and Michael Fadilofa started a game together was the final in 216. So if that's, if that's correct, I'm, I'm not sure, but um, they, they play well together. Sam Lousy's a good footballer too, and, and so is Murray Douglas. I mean, we're, we haven't got stars in our second row, but we've got guys that'll know will do a job for us and work hard and, and glue that pack together. Yeah, Gareth's been great for us. I mean, he, he continues to, you know, do really well. And, and particularly tonight when we lost Sam Enwood after 10 minutes or so. So Gareth had to go and, you know, play in that um, seven role against two sevens. So Lachlan Boshi is, you know, pretty much in my mind, just, you know, that sort of ground seven player. And Sam Kane, who's close to being the best of the world in the world. At, um, you know, you got a couple of really special turnovers. So, you know, Gareth being a, a part-time open-side flanker against two, I thought he did a really admirable job, and so did the other guys in the, in the loose trio. Yeah, you know, I think both the nines and he did a pretty good job. I mean, you know, TJ's dominated that nine jersey for us for so long and gets a lot of minutes because he's important not only the way he plays but the energy and enthusiasm he brings. So, you know, he's going to be out for a chunk of time and uh, we've got Finley Christie coming back next week as well. So, you know, it's a really good opportunity for those young guys to put their hand up and say you know I, I can play as well so at the end of the day you can't you can't afford to rely on one or two guys to carry for your whole season it just doesn't work so we've got to deal with what we've got. We now go to the losing coach and captain Colin Cooper and Sam Kane from the Chiefs to see what they had to say about the game. Well certainly physical uh, Sam will tell you about that but um from watching, it's typical derby, very physical. Yeah, geez, um, I really feel for our loose head, Aidan Ross, who's you know, had one heck of a season, so he, he looks like he's out for a while. Um, and yeah, there's certainly a few boys getting, getting some stitches out there, isn't there? But um, yeah, mate, as rugby players, we love playing on a dry pitch. We love playing the Kiwi teams where it's fast, open and physical, it's got it all. Um, and it really tests us as rugby players, it tests us as a team, so um, coming up against the Hurricanes tonight we knew, um, we find out sort of where we're at and today we um, realised we were just, just off the pace tonight but there's heaps of positives out there. Um, if we can start taking a couple more of those opportunities, there's plenty of line breaks that we're not finishing, um, then we'll be better off for it. Well, mate, we were right in the contest. At, at it's funny at half time, you know, we're only four points behind, but it didn't really feel like we'd fired too many shots and I'm sure the Hurricanes probably felt the same actually. It was a little bit of a stop study type of um, first half and second half they came out two well taken tries. Um, we didn't panic, we were, we just knew we had to get back into the game. Um, and geez, the the time that we did score was, was clinical, like we held on to the ball, we built some phases and um, our ball skills were good and we got across whereas there's plenty of other times where we didn't get those little components right and um, you know largely due 
to the, the pressure the Hurricanes put on defensively as well. So um, taking no credit um, away from that effort from them. Back in the day, we didn't have these derbies. I'm just going, man, it's, just, um, it's another, uh, I think it's just another level uh, of taking Super Rugby another notch up. And um, I don't know whether we need to be smashing each other like we are. And, you know, I think people above need to probably have a look at that. Well, I, I think it's just the nutrition of playing each other twice. That's playing once is enough. And to wrap things up for this episode, I'm again joined by my good mate Ollie Brown to help me once again with these predictions. So first of all, Blues v Highlanders. Blues v Highlanders? Uh, um, yeah, uh, Highlanders, easy. You reckon Highlanders? Yeah, of course. Yeah, if, if the Blues don't start winning, I think Tano Mung is gone. Now, what I don't get is, like, Blues have, like, such a big rugby culture mm. in Auckland and such big stars and such big everything and such big history in their club. But why can they just not put it together? And you'd think Tana Umanga being such a great all-back and Hurricane, you'd think he'd be a good coach, but, like, John Kerwin couldn't do it. Not, seems like no one can do it, except for the first coach. Crusaders v Sunwolves. Oh, I think 70 to 2. You reckon 70 You can't even score two we'll pointers seven, in. 70 to 24. 70 to 24? Yeah, I think it's going to be a hard day at the office for the Sunwolves as well. Bulls v Rebels Ooh. in South Africa. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna pick Bulls. Like I said, once the Rebels start facing South African and New Zealand teams, it's going to be... I actually think the Rebels can do it. You reckon? Yep. So you reckon the Rebels can beat the Bulls, but the Sharks can't? Nope. <laughs> so you reckon the Rebels can beat the Sharks? Yep. I oh. I, I will fully, I will fully a, back them on that call. one. That's a big call. <laughs> uh, Waratahs v Lions. Lions. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm not sure where to put my money here. I, I actually think Waratahs at yeah. home. I think South African teams don't tend to travel well, and I think that will just be enough for the Waratahs. Reds Chiefs in Brisbane? No, Chiefs, easy. Yeah, I reckon the Chiefs as well. And lastly, Sharks v Stormers in South Africa. Sharks. Sharks? Yeah, yeah I actually reckon the Sharks. I think uh, The Lions just smashed the Stormers. Yeah. I think with the Sharks, they were impressive on their tour. Maybe a bit unlucky to lose to the Hurricanes, but I think they've got you know the team to beat the Stormers. Yeah. And that will wrap it up for predictions for this week. And that is it for this episode of the Canes cast. Thank you for tuning in to listen. And thank you very much for listening to me talk about the Canes over the past four weeks. It has been a fun journey. And I hope to continue this in the near future. You can follow this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and keep following our social media to see when we will be picking this up again. But until then, batten down the hatches, the gains are coming.